0: Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers. Hi, I'm Paul, uh, and I hope that lockdown is treating well and that you are staying safe. And please do follow the rules and let's get through this lockdown as quickly as possible. We are here to help you get through the lockdown fully entertained. This is our weekly kind of or daily sorry, a kind of a chat slash news show um, for about half an hour. Then we'll also be back today uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, as it's Tuesday with the Driving More Show. We look forward to the Low at Cup 3 on the old beer front yes we've got the moa moa um session pale lpa lpa just a session pale l l anyway there we go um but we've got 50 seconds until i can open that because it's 5 to 5 o'clock and that's when it is beer o'clock so uh good to have everyone who's been joining us on these um uh, lockdown beers As i say hope you are keeping safe uh, 40 seconds to go look at so we'll go through the news things well, we've got karithi uh, we've got a bit of uh, uh, mobility or a bit of moving around of um, fly halves with uh, joshuani and money banks signings have been announced um, so um, yes really interesting stuff uh, 20 seconds for opening that beer um, going on and uh, joining me i've got uh, Stephen harris going to knock off work straight on tonight. Um good of you Mr. Harris, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Paul. Wow, 24 hours. gone just like that. It has two, one, beer o'clock. There we go. And uh, Stephen Harris has got his water open. (laughs) See, he's the sensible one, and I'm the less sensible one who doesn't know how to pour beer, um, according to most people. But, hey, (laughs) it's out of the can. It goes into the glass, and I get to drink it. And that's the important thing. Look don't hate folks let everyone do it in their own style that's what i say so um how's your day been mr harris uh hard at work um making sure that yeah. all our are, are stocked with uh, the appropriate some um, drinks for our refreshment oh absolutely but i've got to say it's probably slowed down a little bit because there's
3: so much uh, oh. there's so much liquid that's come out of the sky in the last uh, 24 <laughs> hours and uh, i'll tell you what though paul it all seems pretty irrelevant when you um, See a lot of the residents, especially out here in West Auckland, um, ha- having to vacate their 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 properties. So our thoughts go out with all those uh, residents in the West Auckland area that have, that uh, have been uh, sieged by these floodwaters that have uh, come through the front door. So yeah, sad to- sad times. And
0: being in level level four locked out, it doesn't help
3: as well. No, it doesn't. That's
0: very true. Uh, and um, I'll be honest, I've had my head in the sand today, so I have uh, I've, I've not been keeping up with that kind of stuff. But yes, totally agree. People have been. Um, forced out of their homes. That's uh, that's a very sad state to be in, uh, as you say, especially um, under lockdown four, um, mm-hmm. as well for um well actually for the whole country. Uh, it's kind of lock- to come uh, out of lockdown. The the everyone in South come out of four until this evening at um, at midnight, which is obviously why we haven't got any uh, NPC or Fire Palmer Cup coming up this weekend. Um, as soon as we know what's happening with that, we will let you know. I have reached out to um some provinces try and find out what's going on but uh, so far no responses um on that front unfortunately I think they probably are in the dark as much as we are um at the uh, moment but um in the news overnight then so first off we got told yesterday that Joshuani was uh, going to be leaving the Highlanders which I think was a bit which was I think was a shock to uh, to all of us surprise it's very rare someone always saying look he's had his problems down there um and uh, Obviously, he's ended up at the Chiefs, who have uh, who are losing Damon McKenzie for 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 one season on a sabbatical to, um, to Japan. So, and that so yeah. So why is it a surprise that uh, he's gone and filled the gap and uh, where he's f- f- uh, moving up from a place where he's troubled? The reason is because it's extremely rare to uh, look. It's rare for players to to break their contracts in New Zealand. It's even rarer for them to break their contracts or or um, and, and then actually move to another. Super Rugby franchise in New Zealand. And this is probably the first one I can think of where someone has moved mid-contract between uh, between um, Super Rugby franchises.
3: Yeah, very true. You'd, you'd had to really think about that one. And uh, you, you're definitely correct. And uh, obviously... Um... The fact that they've come to some sort of agreement, maybe from a Highlanders' piece, they just think maybe there's been a couple of off-field issues. Maybe, maybe at the end of the day, they've probably thought what's best for that particular player. And sometimes, uh sometimes a, a move is is a good change for a player. And I and I suspect it's something that Josh Uwani needs needs to do. There's a, a couple of other. Uh, Well-publicised players we've we've spoken about in the past who probably should have uh, done the same thing. I mean to so say, we probably spoke about Akira Yoani maybe moving franchises, but he's managed to turn it around in recent times. And of course, just recently we we probably spoke about Sam not not maybe possibly moving uh, franchises as well. And um, listen, we'll, only only time will tell to see if that was the right move at the end of the day.
0: Oh, look, look. Um... Number 10 is his favourite position, uh, as um, Taylor, and I've forgotten her name now, the um, lady from County's Manukau, and also uh, um, who's on Sky, uh, she put put out a tweet saying that, she look, he's going to get to play uh, at 10, he's getting more game time there. Uh, Look, he's fallen in the pecking order down there behind uh, um, uh, Mitchell Hunt, um, which I think probably surprised a few of us when Hunt moved down from the Crusaders. Uh, So... He's, he's not in his preferred position. So going somewhere that, uh, where he can get that 10 jersey, I think is a good move for him, as you say. The Highlanders, he's a bit of a luxury for them with Mitchell Hunt there. Um, and they've picked up um, Marty Banks as a replacement who I think will come with for, for less cash because he's not an all-black in the way that um, uh, Josh is. So it saves him a bit of cash. Uh, it puts him in a better place for him. Yeah, yeah exactly. As you say, I think all round, it ticks it's ticks and it's a win-win situation.
3: Yeah, well, definitely so. And it also gives them a an opportunity to um to maybe introduce a a, a, a youngster into the squad or carry a youngster from the, the region. I know the Highlanders under nineteens or under twenties performed credit, creditably. At the uh, under twenty tournament uh, down in Topol, which seems like God, well, that seems like months ago, but it probably wasn't wasn't Paul. And I know they did have an outstanding uh, first five in that particular tournament. Name just escapes me at this point in time. So it might be an opportunity to bring in a youngster.
0: Yep, yeah, very much so. I'm mean, um, trying to think who they had down there before. So you had Mitchell Hunt, Joshuani, um Caleb McKane, and Timo O'Malley um were are both on short term. So we'll see if they which, which one if or which one of those um gets re-signed. Also, I mean they had um uh Koroy um who I think can play um uh, well, we've got to think we, we think of him as, as a winger don't we? But I think he can play uh 10 as well um in uh, in, in that one. So yeah as you say um uh oh, oh, actually sorry no Jonah Nariki's is the player that actually plays tennis that's the winger. Ah, uh, so yeah, right. so um there's another number of options there anyway, as mm-hmm. as, as you say uh, the and if we think about if 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 we sort of go from from south north, they've got Mitchell Hunt um, the Crusaders also got Richard Mwanga, so he wouldn't want to go there. Um the hurricanes, I thought the hurricanes would be a better fit for him because I think they need uh, a fly half. They've got some, um, they brought in Aidan Morgan from um Wellington. Uh, I guess they had Ruben Love, but is is Ruben Love a, a ten or a fifteen? Uh, naturally, um, they've uh, also because uh, I think Jackson Garden Bash is uh, is is the only other person that might be there. So I, th- I thought he, I thought that um, the Hurricanes would be a better place for him, considering that the, the Chiefs have got uh, Gatland and Trask. Now Trask can play fifteen, so uh, and I mean you had the point there that um, Joshua is an upgrade on on Gatland for certain.
3: Yeah yeah I yeah I did say in terms of the, in terms of the picking order I did think re- respectfully that um that uh, Joshuani probably a little bit more to his game than the likes of uh uh Brendan and I probably see him ahead of Caleb Trask after all they are picking up an All Black um yeah. at the at the at the end of the day and that's that's what you you have got to think about and he's he's an established goal kicker he can also like Damien McKenzie slide
0: into slide into that 10 or 15 jersey. Yeah, and obviously the Blues have got Bowden Barrett, so he wouldn't uh, fit in there. So yeah, so um yeah, g- a good place for him, a uh, good a good move for the Chiefs as well. I just think the the Hurricanes needed him more. <laughs> it is the mm. it is my end, but um so, then you think about the Hurricanes and you go, well, um okay, they've got TJ back, but do they did they did they need Triple T more than the uh, than the Crusaders did, for example? Um, again, so another another time where perhaps the Hurricanes have missed out in strengthening that 9-10 that that combination, where I think they do need some, uh, or that they could do with some more depth, even if Cameron Roy God did impress um, when he came along, but he's been injured, oh. um, unfortunately.
3: I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, it was interesting, you mentioned half picks. I know we're not talking about half-backs, but it was a subject that I think came up on our, May about, uh, our chat, chat line, the number of halfbacks that are running around in the country. It's certainly an area of depth, but it also might spell some good news for for maybe uh, Moana Pacifica as well.
0: Uh, no, that's very true. And um, let's say, uh, in talking Moana Pacifica, uh, I, that's where a lot of people thought Josh Whiney was going to go. And look, a, a, a picture was put out um, for the uh, um, uh, for this new uh, um, competition. And I think I've got a picture. Of, I think I've got... Um, it, I can open it up and actually bring it on screen for us to uh, to have a look at, uh, which shows basically, that basically showed uh, Joshuani in a um, uh, Moana Pacifica jersey, as you can see um, there on the left, just next to Geordie Barrett. That's because he was wearing that when Moana Pacifica played the Mary All Blacks. And basically whoever's putting this together was searching around for somebody in that jersey to put on here. And he was the uh, the best option. Because other players on here who are not playing next year, Dave McKenzie <laughs> in his Chiefs jersey. Yeah. And oh,
3: I, go I, I, I suspect, Paul, that this is going to change a few times <laughs> uh, during the year, because obviously what usually New Zealand super squads are normally named um, around about late October, early early November. So they'll change again. And I would imagine, uh, obviously, some of those pitches in the uh, from the Australian franchises could be defunct as well, so I guess, yeah, many of those likely to change.
0: Yeah, well, the, the Von's obviously Pacifica, the Chiefs, uh, Richard Kahui in the Force jersey. There, I'm not sure, I don't, I, I, I thought he was retiring or, or, or leaving. Um, and then finally, um, I've gone blank as to the uh, Fiji Drua play, um, name that's um. Uh, That boa identified for us, um, but he is playing for too long um, currently. So yeah, a number of the so a lot of people saw this uh, and thought, oh, it must be going. What a coincidence! It it can't be coincidence. It's quite the same day. Well, yes, it was. Um, So there we go, folks. Um, Don't put too much into graphics. The uh, social media people or the PR people aren't always people who are are not always connected to what's going on in the game itself. But um, talking about Maran Pacifica, any, I it's. We've known for a few months for, for for a while now that they have got an unconditional license same with the uh, uh i guess the Drua one is 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 a bit has been a bit more recent but uh, any concerns that we haven't got any um uh, any coaching announcements yet or any player announcements i mean tana manga was was kind of rumored to be a moana pacifica coach and he's gone off to to work in his family business so that one doesn't look like it's happening yeah, I,
3: I suspect suspect there's a lot of lot of sort of candidates out there, but they're all really quiet. You know, players that come into question is obviously Phil or Teotia who left the um, who I was going to say he left Auckland, but maybe not on his own accord. Then you've got the likes of uh, Steve Jackson, Kevin Senio, obviously Tana. Umanga, a lot of those names have been bandied about a, a bit but you you'd, you'd hope they'd get them out relatively quickly because something that we've been talking about on our on our chat line is what sort of squad is mana Pacifica likely to put put together and and I think in our conversations we all said yeah there's a lot of talent running around but like you'd feel for those coaches coming in because it's primarily going to be like walking into a candy store <laughs> where you've got all the best treats there but there's only a limited <laughs> There's only limited buys you can basically take. Maybe you can only buy the licorice pool.
0: Yeah, and one of the other problems is, look, there's going to be lots of, um, uh, there's lots of talent available in Auckland. We know that, uh, that they can get talented players. The problem is having players with some experience and some older heads to to hold to to keep it together. That glue, yeah, uh, is going to be the real problem. I thought Tier had gone over to, to um, uh, gone over to to to, to coach with Brian Matson. Over in um, over you, in the UK, I could be wrong.
3: You you could um, you could be you could be correct, the Paul. Even last night, I just did a little bit of an exercise of, and once again on our chat line, just throwing out a few banding banding a few names out there, only to be told by a few people today, well this ex player has gone to France or ex player has gone to to J- J- Japan. So all of a sudden you're starting to maybe you were scratching the bottom bottom of the barrel before, but you know what? I actually really do think there's enough talent to go around, and I you know, threw out a, a couple of examples of previous um, Blues development squads that can almost date back to 2010. And there were a couple of names that we came up, the likes of uh, Aaron Smith, who was in the Blues <laughs> wider training squad uh, back in 2010. Do you want to play it, Miss Tillinghast? Our guys, you know, guys of guys of that ilk. Uh, Solomon Ale Marlow, who was also in the Blues squad around about Blues development squad around about 2011, 2012. So it just goes he's, to show he's, again. He's he's down at the Highlanders.
0: Um yeah, but, but overcoming but gonna, some but, some issues, but, but, so hopefully.
3: But just an example yep. of some of the untapped talent that gets missed mm. by by maybe high performance guys. That are that it's that's basically right in right in front of them, and you know I I know from heading out to watch um, uh, North North and North B play Auckland B a few weeks ago, and gee, in the Auckland B team, there would have been a good ten to twelve players who, if they were playing in anywhere else in New Zealand, would be playing provin- provincial rugby. Just to give you an idea, a couple of names in the loose, forward, uh, loose forwards, Loose Ford, Vai, who's just an amazing athlete so has already played for New Zealand Sevens. But boy, where do you find him? A place for him in a Super Rugby team if he's actually not playing minor team cup for Auckland this year? If you look at the talent they've got on the beach, Nico Jones is another example. Son of uh, Michael Jones, who's, who's an amazing rugby player. Is he ever going to get a crack at Blues or franchise level? Not you know not not too sure. And that's the sort of untapped talent. Who, if you if you trace them back to their uh, Pacific Island roots, is probably where these coaches should be looking.
0: Yep, no, absolutely. Um, uh, the uh, some good news on that on on the uh, the front for the um, the two teams. Uh, Bill Beaumont has announced a one point two million annual uh, pounds annual funding package over three years for the uh, teams. Now, whether that is each team or or combined, you probably think it's combined. To make, to make the number as big as possible, but still, uh, it's a chunk of change for those two teams um, that uh, adds to that financial backing. Uh, now, I've seen a whole bunch of comments online going, "Oh, it's unfair that these what are other tier two things." Look, there's only so much to to to, um, to spread around. Let's be happy <laughs> about something rather than always look for the negative. So, I'm happy yeah. that they, World Rugby are stepping in. Look, World Rugby have been part of the Drua setup for um, while well, they are part of the NPC. Um, not the NPC, the NRC, sorry, over in Australia, uh, covering players' wages. And that was the first.
2: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door.
0: first time they'd ever put, that I was aware of, they ever put funding out there, the fact that was allowed for players' wages. So it's good to see World Rugby standing by Fiji Dura. Paul, in, in
3: two or three seasons, maybe three season three or season four, if it's got young Pacific Island players who are coming out of very good secondary schools saying, you know what, I don't want to play for a New Zealand franchise team. I want to go and play for Moana Pacific. Then it's actually serving its purpose because it's it's basically saying to these kids, listen, you can play professionally, put your put your game on a, on an international stage in an international tournament, and yes, you can get an overseas contract overseas. But more importantly, you can still play for your com- country of origin. Now, I say origin because probably a lot of this group of kids are coming through a, a second, third, fourth generation. Uh, Pacific Islanders that have lived in New Zealand ever since probably the big
0: sort of work drain during the during the sixties and seventies, Paul. Yes, and, uh, I, I do think, and that's that's one thing I've um, I've talked about before. Is we need to be a bit careful about uh, the Pacific Islands because, uh, particularly Samoa and um, and, and uh, Tonga, because Fiji doesn't have the same. Uh, well, A has a bigger population than those other two, um, but also doesn't have the same. Hasn't had the same immigration into New Zealand as those two have had there's um, various military things have got in the way of that uh but um we we'll, won't we'll we'll go into the geopolitics of, of of that side of things but the so the number of New Zealand born players who play for uh those two, Samoa and Tom in particular is uh, is very high uh you can have I think uh, um sort of like half or more than half of the rugby world cup um squads have been born overseas for those teams. Now, uh, and you say being the sixties, when uh, and and as grandparents is as far back as you're supposed to go for this, is that there'll be a whole bunch of kids who are growing up in what would be considered Samoan and Tonga households in New Zealand where their great grandparents were the ones that were born overseas and they won't be allowed to play for Samoa and Tonga. So uh, with that big migration at that point, oh I mean there is there is a question I'm not it's an open question rather than what I'm asking you. But uh, are we going to see, basically, the Samoa and Tonga run out of play or get short of players um, because of that? I, I don't know what the answer is to that one, but um, that, that could yeah. be a problem.
3: I, I, I would hope not, but we've seen it with the um, Tongan Rugby League team, how, how successful that's been. And mm. I think these kids have... You know, I think if uh, Moana Pacifica can have uh, an element of of success in terms of what they put out on the paddock, you know those kids will all of a sudden think, you know what? I want to play for the I want to play for this team, and I think that's why you're getting a lot of league players or Tongan league players who want to play for the Tongan national league team. They see not only are they, is their team uh, competitive, but boy, talk about well supported as well, and it's all got that. Um, Shall I say roller, roller coaster effect if if basically the stars stars align, they start getting a successful team, that's gonna be a that should be a viable option.
0: Yep, no, absolutely. I um and look, Moana Pacifica have already done some good work around their social media and uh, connecting with that Pacifica community in South Auckland. Uh so let's hope that they that um, they can put together a proper I mean a lot of that I know has been done um with the goodwill of people and people doing it for free etc that's that can't last forever people have to get paid uh it has to turn into a proper professional outfit so let's hope they can get that so they can build the structures off the pitch that allow the players on the pitch to deliver the results because that's they are going to need a proper back office um for this to for this to work um we very quickly mentioned but marty banks Back to the Highlanders. I mean, that's uh, he's down there playing for your mates uh, in Southland at the moment. Had a couple of games with Southland. Um, but uh, the um, and considering here's a guy who's been over and played uh, in um, uh, in Europe, um, uh, the uh, uh, over in Japan, um, I think he went played in even in um, even in Russia at one point, uh, has, has been all over the shop and he's still only 31. Uh, he's much. He's, he's always definitely. He's, he's still. He's younger than you think. Um, but uh, a great experienced guy who, on the on the face of things, is happy to uh, uh, to to be not to be number one, but to be a, a, a squad player uh, and part of the team. I, I mean, a great pickup for the Highlanders.
3: Oh, listen, when I when I when I think of Liam Messum, when I think of Jeremy Thrush, Richard Kahui, Spring Chicken Paul. At 31 years old, mate. And uh, listen, he'll he'll manage a team around nicely, he'll he'll bring some experience, he'll add a heck of a lot when in, in terms of goal kicking. I think he'll just be a really, really good squad squad man. So Probably I don't think Highlanders' supporters, it's a shame that Nocturnal's not on the show. Hopefully we get him a little bit later this evening. But I I just think he'll be a good fit for this Highlanders team because obviously they've had some a few issues off the field. I think he I think with his experience and wisdom, he'll bring a little bit of smarts to the squad.
0: Also, what he brings is he is a Colts player. Hence oh. the, I mean, the legend, the legend of Marty Banks web uh, Facebook page just lets you let, lets you know that straight away. Uh, admittedly. He doesn't quite have the hair he used to, which was which I was, was 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 always good to see. But um, look, and and that kind of thing also helps um, bring bums through, put bums on seats, right? So it's going to help uh, with crowd numbers, um, with the interest in the game, having uh, cult figures like that back in back back playing. So it's it's great to see, um, and uh, yeah, very happy for him uh, to be there.
3: I was going to say, Paul. Before you know it, we'll have Joe Wheeler coming out of retirement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it'll, it'll it'll be crazy but if you, if you think about it
0: and uh, should... and and, 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 uh, and beaver as well. Um... Yeah,
3: I, listen I, I, originally I know when the Highlanders picked I think it was uh former All Black Brenda Evans who had been basically playing over in the Gallagher Premiership for for a few seasons I I just wondered to myself where are they going with this but on saying that he was probably one of the outstanding uh, players for the Hollanders last year, so even though these guys are a little bit long in the tooth, boy, they they bring some experience.
0: They do. I mean, Bryn Evans is thirty six, a bit different to uh, thirty one, but uh, still, yes. If you and you, um, but you're right. Another another player who has uh, uh, who's come back. I mean, you, you mentioned um, also Liam Messam, who is I think has signed again um, for next season. Uh, well, he's definitely doing. Um, oh, sorry, I think he's signed for. Um, uh, for, for, for the, for the uh, Bunnings NPC, not for the um, not for the Chiefs. Um, he's thirty-seven, um, but ha- yeah, having these experienced heads around. Look, you don't want it to be all exper- all old players. Um, a bit like some of the MLR teams can be, who have only got one or two years left. I mean, a bit like um, LL- LA G- Giltinis with your Adam Ashley Coopers and your uh, Matt Gittos. Um you, you've, you've got to build something a bit longer, but um, but one or two definitely help to to add that glue and um and bring that culture um to the team um as i say i've had my head in the sands a bit any other sort of uh rugby news or rugby points that you've seen over the last uh over the last sort of 48 hours 24 hours 48 hours that uh we should have a chat about no not a not a not not a not a great not a great deal paul
3: obviously that um joshuani signing really just that came out of uh left field so it was good to sort of get to get to get a few words about about that and and sort of what's um what uh, lies ahead for young uh joshuani i still think he's a he's a good footballer but uh, obviously uh stuff off field that he needs to sort out hopefully the chiefs will be the the right fix for him
0: ah well i can't just um as we speak um stuff we just put, put up a um uh, an article that I think has come from an interview that's that's happened on radio, that's uh, so all this whole kind of inc- incestuous thing that happens around all the media networks. Um, but apparently, Aaron um, Major, M-A-U-G-E-R, however you're, however you're supposed to say that. Those, those letters just don't, don't go together for me. Um, is looking like he might head coach Moana Pacifica. Um, and uh, apparently, they're allowed to sign three current All Blacks um, as well. Wow. So um, So there we go. Um, wow. Effectively on secondment from New Zealand rugby, it says. Um, so as well as former All Blacks and former Wallabies playing from overseas. Now, that's interesting, but I'm, I'll am i be honest with you. I'm, I'm not sure. When they say current All Blacks, I think they probably mean players like um, Josh Ewanee, who are, who are kind of current. I mean, he, he is a, he's an All Black, but he's not really a current or He's not a, an active All Black, um, as it were. Um, so I think that's what they mean by. I, I, I'm guessing that's something in my current All Blacks, but I could be wrong, um, on that one. So, um, but, uh, what do you think of that, um, oh no, sorry, this is understands, uh, yeah, yeah, what do you, what do you think about that as, uh, as, as Aaron as being the, the head coach of, of, uh, Pacifica?
3: Yeah, well, boy, that one's come out, that's, that one's come out of left field as well. Once again, he's got experience. I would imagine he'll have some context. As well, because I think the, the contact side's a real important one. If you've got good relationships with with players from overfe- overseas, and he actually just made me think when they said Australian internationals, because you've got somebody like Sakopi Kefu, who's um, running around for Counties Monaco at the moment. Yes, he's in in that veteran stage, but boy, he'd he'd be a handy pickup um for somebody like uh, Moana Pacifica but uh, to answer your answer your question yeah Aaron major that one's come out of out of left field but I you know I am comfortable with that he's got he's got experience and that this is what um this uh, Moana Pacifica uh, is going to require
0: yep um and when you mentioned um uh, it's going to be cafe, I mean obviously also I'm um, just trying to think that uh, another, um player that's um uh they've got running around who is a, an experienced player oh, i can't try to find the current squad at the moment and failing um that's uh um at the moment for um for that but they've got a uh um an experienced um number eight haven't they uh uh was it uh someone yes. such uh what? nope not him but not, not, not to no. um
3: yeah, while you're while you're looking for that, I you know I did put a few
0: players' names
3: out there who maybe possibly that, that the minor Pacific Pacifica, Pacifica uh, could could look at, and that was uh, uh, Gerard uh, uh, Tilty Cowley, but unfortunately he's heading off up to Japan. Um, ben teariki Nicholas was another name I uh, threw out there, but he's apparently uh, heading heading up heading up to France. So really, it's probably. It comes down to looking at some of these minor um, ten squads and just looking at your pretty much your, on, your uncontracted players. I I also maybe if you if you look at players like uh, my Martin, who played for the for the Blues a few seasons ago, he's got a bit of bit of super experience. Danny Tussitala, who's um, playing really well, you were saying in uh, uh, Major League uh, Rugby at the moment. But you could also look at somebody like uh, Sioni Toliafoa. Who's in the North Harbour squad? Six foot six, 125 kgs, uh, around about that mid 25, 26 year old who uh, uh, played a bit of rugby in the. Uh, I think he came over from Australia. Might has, may have played the odd game for for New South Wales as well. And um, even if you look at you know more of your veteran stages, somebody like Avassa, Falali, who was outstanding for Samoa against the New Zealand Maoris at uh, um, Mount Smart Stadium. Earlier this year, so that they are going to need whether they like it or not, they are going to need some experienced heads in the squad.
0: Well, um, uh, so looking at so look, I was looking at the county Manukau, uh, NPC squad, but you've got some um, Nili Latu, for example, okay, he's 39, um, but some, um, but some, um, uh, you've also got some um, Sherley Puafisi, uh, the uh, 33 year old prop. Which um isn't um, is not bad. Just, just come back from Stad La Rochelle. Uh so clearly a guy who um, oh. has been mixing it up in the uh top fourteen. So you'd think he would be um pretty useful. Um oh, Sam, Caloia, Sam slade. Sam, yeah. uh, Sam slade, yep. Uh, yeah, but also Kaloyo yeah. Cal- um Tuloma, um the Tongan player t- again, thirty-one <laughs> um ex Highlanders, uh, has played the Utah Warriors. So yeah, so there are there are some experienced guys there who they can who who uh, I'm sure mate, Start off with, players who are playing for Counties Manukau uh, and Auckland, North Harbour in particular, oh. um, they all live close, right? They don't have to move up to play for it. So it's not a, whereas there are, an, and they can potentially hold down a part-time job as well as providing some uh, experience to that. So they can they can look at the next phase of their career. Um, I'm thinking of players, um, well, um, Dwayne to Puglia pull um Sorry, my my tongue's falling over it now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But, um, uh, look, we we know that uh, he's effectively um, playing club rugby. And he's, got a, he's got he's got got his post game, he's got his post rugby career in um, already lined up. But if if he was a year younger, or, he, or it's happened a year a year ago when he'd been playing, when he did and when he did um, minor ten cup, or what what well, yeah, which is now Buddy's MBC oh, for Tasman, then I think he would have slotted into this kind of situation where he's local, so he can so he can progress that his post rugby career, but also can add one year, maybe two years of um, of experience for this uh, county, for this um, Moana Pacifica site?
3: Oh, yeah. Listen, to a couple of guys out of Tasman um, come come to mind. Um, um, well, he's actually playing for Two now. That's Tema Whaiuanuku, who's now playing for, for 2 You've got the likes of Fatuli Paya, who was part of the Hollanders this year, but I don't think he got too much game time, although I don't know how how long he actually signed for and you've also got the the uh the solid center amua who's basically back playing for um uh a tasman so there are a lot of pacific island boys who are not contracted to super rugby um getting them up here to auckland but you know how far you 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 cast that that net wide um i'm just i just something i'm really unsure about we'll have to have, do a little bit of homework paul and uh just check, check on all the the Pacific Pacific Island boys that are playing in squads around New Zealand, and uh, just check to see the ones that are, are not contracted. But uh, listen, I think if Moana um, Piss Pacifica were doing their homework right now, they'd
0: be all over these guys. Yeah, so, yeah Another person from Manua Two, Jared Adams, has played for the Sunwolves, oh, for cool. example. Um, a, a Tom and boy there who's uh, who, so he will be available as well. You'd think, uh, but yes. So, folks, uh, Stephen. Uh, Harris and I, well, probably more me than Stephen, because Stephen's got a day job um, that he can do from home, whereas i uh, um only, only part-time. Look, if you'd like to help support me, the uh, link is scrolling across across the bottom of the screen there. Um, Patreon.com forward slash uh to, to help me out. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll go through the, the NPC scores and pull out the players that I think partic- uh, that, that, that could fit into those two teams. Because, um, yeah, Jared Adams was one that uh, jumped out. I, I hadn't thought of. Had, hadn't thought of sorry that um, uh, for, for for example. So I'll go do that, and uh, Stephen and I will have a chat about that on another day. Thank you very much for joining me for um, five pm lockdown beers, Stephen. This uh, chat uh, and folks, don't forget to join us at eight pm for the driving more show, where we're going to pre- be previewing the Ballettas low Cup. Bo will be there, I'm sure. Bo's going to have a quick chat about some of the comments we had yesterday uh, around rugby laws and how complicated they are um, as well. So we'll probably touch on, we'll try and touch on that rather than spend. Forty minutes on it, um, the, um, but so yeah. So do join us uh, this um, this evening at eight pm for the driving more show.